Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the absolute best and easiest way to host your podcast and get paid for it by running ads just like these. And take it from me, I've hosted at least seven of my podcasts on Anchor.fm. I recommend it to every show on our network. And other hosts are going to charge you upwards of $100 every year just to run your podcast on their host. Anchor.fm does it for free. So go check out Anchor.fm for more information. The Cyberpunk Lorecast is now brought to you by our awesome patrons at patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Everyone who supports the show gets episodes early and an ad-free experience. Plus, it's pay what you want. It starts at $3 a month, and you can pay more if you'd like. Go check it out, patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Robots Radio presents... The Cyberpunk... Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. Hey there, cyberpunks. Welcome back to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm happy to be back again this week with a new episode. This time we are talking another lore topic. And we know which classes you can focus on that you can actually be in Cyberpunk 2077. The techie, the netrunner, and the solo. And we did an episode about that. A little while back, so if you want to get some more information about those, then go check that out. This week, we are talking about the Nomads. Nomads are a class that you can play as in the tabletop games in 2013, 2020, and also in Cyberpunk Red. Now, we know that the world of Cyberpunk is vast. There's a lot going on in this world. There are lots of people living in a dystopian future, even back in 2013 or or 1988, (laughs) whenever some of these things were published. The future of this world was much more dystopian than it currently is today in ours, thankfully. And there are a lot of different kinds of people. Now, the nomads represent the homeless, The people who roam the highways and consider the other homeless part of their family. So let's dig into this. The the Nomads first show up in 2013, published in 1988. I'm pulling this directly from the 2013 guidebook. And it says here, Nomads, members of vast homeless packs who roam the highways. They drove your family off the farm 10 years ago. The corporations rolled in, took over the land, and put rent-a-cops all over the place. It wasn't the first time it happened. It wouldn't be the last. Gradually, your family fell in with a bunch of other homeless families, and they met other groups. Until 
you'd created a nomad pack of nearly 200 members. Now, crammed into a huge, ragtag fleet of cars, vans, buses, and RVs, your nomad pack roams the highways. You look for supplies, odd jobs, and spare parts in a world where society has fragmented. The pack is your home. It has teachers, med techs, leaders, and mechanics. It's virtually a town on wheels in which everyone is related by marriage or kinship. Sometimes the pack pulls into a town just to fuel up or get grub. Other times it swings south to follow the harvest. You pick crops and trade for cash or food. Less law-abiding packs are like mobile armies terrorizing cities and hiring out as muscle in corporate wars. For obvious reasons, the The cops don't like nomads, but it doesn't matter. Your vehicles are usually well-armed and bristling with stolen weapons. Miniguns, rocket launchers, and the like. Every kid knows how to use a rifle, and everyone packs a knife. Being homeless in the 2000s isn't easy. The most visible members of the pack are the scours, leather-armored riders on bikes, or in fast muscle cars who protect the convoy from attacks and hunt up safe campsites. As a scout, you're on the lookout for trouble, and you usually can find enough of it with rival nomad packs, the law, and the corporates all after you. Like a modern-day cowboy, you ride the hard trail. You've got a gun, a bike, and that's all you need. You're a nomad. I like that analogy, this analogy to a modern-day cowboy, and the idea that this is the Wild West, that these are people who are out on the range, that they are out in the world, on the highways, making it by day by day. Almost like a group of settlers with men on horseback around the, the wagons, scouting out the horizon, but... For the nomads, there's no final destination. A bunch of settlers in American history might be traveling from the East Coast to the West Coast and planning to stop when they make it to California to mine gold. But for the nomads, this is a constant way of life. There's no California. There's no gold to mine. There's only one day at a time. Keeping themselves alive meeting the needs of their family. Now it says here, there's a special ability, family status. This is the ability to call upon the resources and help of any of the members of the nomad's large extended tribal family. This can be in the form of weapons, cash, information, or a small army of relatives. The threat of a nomad family's vengeance may in itself stop harm to the nomad. The higher your family ability, the more important you are to the pack, and the more help you can call upon. With a family status of plus two, you might be able to get several of the pack to help you wreck a town, for example. With a status of plus seven or plus eight, you were able to make major pack decisions and lead troops. So, as a nomad, it's almost like you have an entire army backing you up all the time? Or is it more like a 
a mafia group or wild cowboys, something like that. So Cyberpunk Red fills in the gaps between 2020 and 2077. If you look at the 2020 descriptions, they are identical to the 2013 descriptions, but things change up a little bit when you get to Cyberpunk Red. One of the things that Cyberpunk Red provides are some character sheets that set you up as a character specifically for a specific class. Uh, And there's one called Racer here, who is a nomad. And the description starts out pretty similar, but then it changes because time has changed. We are now beyond 2020. It says here, years ago, the corpse drove your family off the farm. They rolled in, took over the land, and put rent-a-cops all over the place. But that was before the war. You were loners, homeless, until you created a nomad pack of nearly 200 members. Now, this is going to sound familiar. Back then, your pack was crammed into a huge ragtag fleet of cars, vans, buses, and RVs, roaming the freeways, looking for supplies, odd jobs, and spare parts in a fragmented world. The pack was your home. It had teachers, med techs, leaders, and mechanics, a virtual town on wheels in which everyone was related by marriage or kinship. Now, here's where it changes. But in the time of the Red, your nomad pack has evolved. Your knowledge of roadcraft and how to get between the safe zones over the savage highways has allowed you to become the masters of getting people, supplies, and materials to a world that desperately needs them. Your cousins on the open seas have taken over the huge container ships and turned them into the nomad convoys, keeping civilization running. Your Delta Jock fanboys keep the supply lines to the orbital high riders open. If it has to get somewhere and get there safely, nomads get the job done. Your vehicles are well armored and bristling with stolen weapons, miniguns, rocket launchers, and the like. Every kid knows how to use a rifle, and everyone packs a knife. Like modern day cowboys, you ride the hard trail, you've got a gun and a bike, and that's all you need. You're a nomad. So it ends similarly, but that middle part, moving to the seas, being in charge of getting items from one place to another. So not only are you the cowboys of the wasteland, the cowboys of the open road, I guess we could say, but you are the people who get items from one place to another. You are the caravans. You are the delivery service between the more civilized parts of the world and overseas. So in a way, the nomads have found their niche. They're providing something that the corporates can't, that the corporations themselves may not be adequately supplied to do and would rather hire the nomads for. Interesting. I have to wonder how this is going to play into 2077. Will you be making deals with nomads in order to get items from one place to another or supply you with the things you need in order to progress your storyline? All right, we'll be back in a minute with a look at Racer's character sheet. So stay tuned. All 
of the podcasts on Robots Radio are sponsored by Gamefly and Loot Crate. So check out the show notes for the links. For Gamefly, you can get a free month of whatever game or movie rentals you want. That's a free month. You can sign up right now. Just click the link in the show notes and you can get whatever games or movies you want. Free shipping, all that for a month, 30 days of whatever games or movies you want. You can return them whenever you want and then just check out the next one. So if you want to get access to whatever the new games are for free, check out the link in the show notes. Also, 15% off Loot Crate. If you're interested in Loot Crate, get a bunch of swag to put on your desk, shirts to wear, things to put on your walls of video games, movie characters, all sorts of cool stuff. Check out the link in the show notes and use the code ROBOTSRADIO to get 15% off. Make sure you use the links in the show notes so they know we sent you. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amaran. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey there, cyberpunks. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. And thank you for the warm reception for coming back and doing these shows again, or this show specifically again. Uh, we, we hit a lot of downloads for this for the last episode that came out, and it seems like there are a lot of people tuning back into the show. So I really do appreciate you plugging in and checking out these episodes as I roll them out. Now, I could use your help on some things. First of all, I would love your questions. If you have some questions about cyberpunk or about cyberpunk 2077, it's just some things out there that you want to be discussed or some content that you would love for me to go over. I would love that input. I want to be able to provide you guys with the things that you are looking for, especially over the next few months coming up on the Cyberpunk 2077 release. And like I've mentioned before, this show will keep evolving. I'm going to keep pushing this forward and doing different things. There's only so much lore that we can dig into until we are going to be talking about gameplay and things that are going on with Cyberpunk 2077 and Actually, I I would love to get some of your takes on things. So the second thing I would really, really like is if you could put together either a story, send me a story of you playing the tabletop version of Cyberpunk and one of your favorite things that you've ever done, favorite experiences, uh, situations that came about while while playing the game. If you could send that to me, either type it out or... If you'd like to just record yourself and I could slot it into one of the shows, then you can do that as well. You could do a quick little recording using something like Audacity and your microphone, and you could attach it to an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com, and maybe you'll get featured on a future episode of the show. I would love to highlight things that this community is doing and continue to bring us together in this experience around a series of games that are just phenomenal. So please re- reach out if you've got something, cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com, Twitter at cyberpunklorecast. Those are generally the ways to get a hold of me or on the Robots Radio Discord. You can just go to Robots Radio Discord, just type it into a search and it will pop up and 
you can jump in there. There's a whole channel for us to discuss the cyberpunk lorecast in there and send me messages. However works best for you. And as always, the other ways that you can help out the show include sharing it with a friend and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher you use. The ones on Apple Podcasts, though, I can pull up. So if you leave a five star review, I will be reading it out on a future episode of the show. So those are ways that you can help me out. And I would very highly appreciate it. So thank you very much. So speaking of leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, we actually have two to discuss here today, and I'm going to read them out pretty quickly so we can get back to the rest of the episode. Uh, One is an edited review from Fade the Cat, who originally left a review last year, and they write, thanks, edited, five stars. I really like the show. I can't wait to hear more. I can't wait to play the game. So this is really helpful. Edit starts here. I am so glad you're back. I thought you might have decided to stop this podcast, but now that you're back, I would like to thank you again for the easy to understand bite-sized bits of info and lore. Well, thank you, Fade the Cat. I really do appreciate that. And then we have one from Seth A993. Both of these are from the US. And this one says, it's back. Five stars. After One day at work where I found and binged all nine episodes of the cyberpunk lorecast. I was hooked and couldn't wait for more. Tom did say that it would be back on and it would be an on and off thing for a bit. So when episodes stopped, I wasn't too surprised. But now it's back and the hype for cyberpunk 27 is still strong. So thank you, Seth. And absolutely the hype for cyberpunk 2077 is still on for sure. Absolutely. And as far as I know, it's still on track. So we're still shooting for September 17th, I believe it was. And I I can't wait for it. I hope you guys are as pumped as I am. So, all right. That's all I've got for the middle of the episode this week. Let's get back to the rest of the episode. So let's take a dive into the character sheet of racer the nomad in order to get a better sense of what exactly a nomad is and how it plays out in these games so for those of you who don't have cyberpunk red i'll have to describe this as best i can the character sheet shows a variation of stats depending on a a d6 roll so for example if you were to roll a one you would have an intelligence of six a reflex score of 10 dexterity of nine Tech 4, Cool 7, Will 9, Luck 7, Move 7, Body 5, and EMP 6. So in this setup, and generally across the board, you you will have a higher reflex score, a higher dexterity score, a higher will score, and potentially a higher luck score. Um, With kind of a medium cool score, and then the lowest stats are generally EMP and body and tech. That seems to be how it goes. Now, I'm not going to read all the different role variations for you, but you can see how, how these would line up um, depending on what what dice roll you use. Now, your skills involve a number of things that the nomads are going to be good at. So you have athletics, which is a dexterity skill of plus four. Brawling, which is a dexterity skill of plus four. Concentration, a will skill of plus four driving reflex skill of plus seven so that's a big one education is intellect plus two evasion dexterity plus five local expert intellect plus two marksmanship reflex plus five melee weapon dexterity plus six 
perception intelligence plus five persuasion cool plus two and tracking intelligence plus three so the big one here is driving which makes a lot of sense if you're out on the highway moving things around being that cowboy of the open and dangerous roads then driving is going to be something that you are particularly good at and with a plus seven that's a that's a huge bonus to your roles evasion is big marksmanship is big perception is big melee weapons is big that's a plus four i mean sorry plus six um local expert there's still a bonus tracking persuasion these are like twos and threes so there's still there's still a benefit to them but they aren't necessarily the the biggest roles that you're going to get so the armor here says heavy armor jack head armor of 15 and body armor of 15 and the weapons include rippers 2d6 damage shotgun 5d6 damage and very heavy pistol 4d6 damage now of course there is a section in here for you to add in your background your motivation your goals your friends your enemies your romance your personality and that is up to you as the player to fill that stuff in so that doesn't come pre-canned into this specific character you can you can build that out as you need the other thing here that they list is your cyberware and your gear the cyberware you start out with is cyber optic for low light. You can see clearly in dim light, faint moonlight, distant street lamps, which makes sense. It's going to help you get around on the roads late at night, which may be more safe in some contexts or maybe not, but at least you have the ability to see a little bit better. You also have rippers, three inch carbo glass claws in your fingers for cutting and stabbing. So if you do end up in a situation where you are up close and you need to rely on something to get you out of the situation a little bit, kind of poke at your enemies, maybe a, a quick stab in order to run away, then you can, you can use your rippers. Your gear includes Agent, a pocket-sized machine which functions as a computer and a phone. So basically... A smartphone you get you get a smartphone and ground car a sedan style ground car with enough room to hold six people so you come with your own ride that's pretty cool one of the fun things about role-playing a game like this especially when you're doing a tabletop version is being able to make up the things that your character is doing how they look what is your armor jack look like what are the rippers look like when they come out of your fingers what is your ground car how does that look does it have neon underneath it does it have uh what's it? does it bounce does it uh, have hydraulics on the wheels probably not but it could it could you could totally do that i'd love to hear some of your setups and if any of you have ever played a nomad in one of these games and some of the cool things that you got into i'd love to hear some situational stories some of your favorite memories of playing cyberpunk so send those my way and we're going to be back next week with another new episode so stay tuned for more cyberpunk lorecast and until then stay safe in night city talk to you later thanks for tuning in to the cyberpunk lorecast this show is a part of the robots radio network smart podcasts for interesting people if you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. 
If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey there, my name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gamer-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping 